Welcome to the Steady Support Group podcast, where we discuss all things Stranger Things, Steady and fandom. Each episode, we have a different topic, fresh new guests and a whole lot of fun. So sit back, put your Walkman on high and enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you are in the Steady Nation and welcome to the first episode of Steady Support Group podcast, where today we're talking about our very start of our journeys with Stranger Things and Steady. This episode was brought to you by the RIP Steve Harrington's Heterosexuality Foundation. With your help, we can make his heterosexuality die even quicker. My name is Lily and I'll be your host for today's episode. I've got some wonderful guests with me, but first, let's cast our minds back a little. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you will already know that Stranger Things first came to Netflix in 2016 with the disappearance of young Will Byers. This new series captured our hearts and imaginations with the horrors of the Upside Down and a little girl named Eleven. Each new season brought us new monsters, both supernatural and so very human, until last year we were gifted with the penultimate season of the franchise. Volume 1 of Season 4 came out on the 27th of May, the first seven episodes of a nine-episode series where we met a new character, a lovable outcast by the name of Eddie Munson. We also learned of the season's villain, who, as it turned out, has been there the entire time. Who knew? And we were left on a cliffhanger, wondering whether or not badass Nancy Wheeler would survive. This episode is airing on the first year anniversary of the release of Volume 2, where we first watched the infamous Winnebago scene that solidified the brain rot for many of us. And we were then forced to say goodbye to Eddie, who we'd fallen head over heels in love with so very quickly. That is, until we all fixed it over and over again. So... Without further ado, let me introduce you to today's guest with a little icebreaker question. Um, So folks, if you were to describe your life up until this point as a fan fiction trope, which would it be? I'm Katie, and I would be Hurt Comfort. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Amy, and I think I would be Flappin' (laughs) Smet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ash, and mine would be dead dove. No. <laughs> oh. Hey. Open. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, and if you open it, mind the tags. <laughs> yeah. Mind those tags. Mind the tags. <laughs> It doesn't have Amazing. to be all bad. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Just the tags are there for a reason, friends. Read them. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's a great start and slightly horrifying one. Um, <laughs> uh, cool. Well, welcome, everybody. It's really lovely to have you here. Um, so we're talking about our, our start of our journey here with Stranger Things and Steady and how we love it and everything like that. Um, so... When Stranger Things, the first season came out, which was um, a while back, where were you in your life? For the first season, I had 
just gone through a really shitty breakup and I was with a rebound guy and he's actually the one who re- recommended it to me. Oh, he no. was a dick and it didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he turned me on to something great, so we'll give him that. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like pretty much in the same place I I am now. I'm trying to remember if I lost uh, lost my job. Oh, I had just started a new job. I had lost my job earlier that year and I just started a new job. Um, and I like one of my first tweets about Stranger Things was like, I don't want to go to work. I want to just watch <laughs> this all day. <laughs> That's such a mood. <laughs> I was born in like 2017. So we had like a whole month to like have with her. So I was obviously power watching scary stuff. And um, through season two, and then I stopped watching it and then had a very bad breakup in like August. So then I had a lot of catching up to do. Had a choke hold on me ever since. <laughs> we were all going through it, huh? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> when, oh, yeah. uh, when I started watching it, I was, I was at drama school and I had uh, one of my housemates. Um, she was also into like big horror stuff and I'd like I'd watch American Horror Story with her and then when uh season one came out that was like our thing that we would watch together in the very little time that we had to ourselves because it's a pretty packed program and then we moved in together as well uh, like after drama school and we watched the subsequent episodes together up until this recent one which I kind of started at the tail end of a relationship so like <laughs> we come full circle <laughs> um Nice. Um, with obviously, we're talking a lot about like steady here, because uh, that's how we've all come to know each other. Um, but that's obviously only been a thing in the last year. Um, so who were your like favorite characters or ships uh, in each of every season? For the first one, I was very Joyce and Hopper. And then when Bob came in the second season, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what happened to my ship? <laughs> Who is this man? He's very sweet, but it's not working for me. <laughs> Go home somewhere, Gamji. Bye. <laughs> um, I was definitely a big jopper shipper. Um, I think also because I was 26 when the first season came out. I just didn't like, I don't know. I thought like the teens were cute or whatever. And they're all about the same age as I am. So I, fo- I think I followed them all on Instagram. And like early Stranger Things Instagram was so good. <laughs> um, at, yeah, I was definitely on the Jopper train. Like that was the main ship. And I agree with what Katie said. Like Bob, you can see why Joyce like went to a safe option. But like Hopper, you just gotta like... <laughs> like a cab but also like he's punching guys in that season one he's like renegade cop you're like oh yeah i'm going to see the uh play in november and i'm really interested to see their backstories in high school of like what happened back then i cannot wait same Same. i'm so excited for it ash what about you i was like super into hopper because he's just like a like just in general but I didn't really ever, like, ship him with anybody. I was just like, he's just a really awesome character. Mm. Mm-hmm. For me, like, 
I don't think I paid any kind of like romantic necessary interest into any of them. Like I could see that there was obviously um, chemistry with Joyce and Hopper and I was like, that's cute. That's a nice thing. I like this. Um, I didn't know how I felt about um, Nancy and Jonathan to begin with because I was like, oh, that's not cool. I don't like Steve, but eh, that's that's probably not cool. Um, and then we got season three, Steve, and I was like, okay, this guy, I'm paying attention to whatever he's doing. <laughs> so like at the start of um, start of season three, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, Robin and Steve, nice. And then obviously by the end of it, I was like, oh, no, cool. This is better. I prefer this. This is nice. Um, which leads me nicely onto um, what was your sort of like first moment where you had your like opinion changed on Steve because obviously we're set up with season one to not like him he's like your regulation douchebag um his wardrobe I don't know what they were doing they've since improved but his wardrobe (sighs) just makes me cringe um so what was it like about him or was it Joe Keery was the story what kind of made you change your mind if it had to be changed in the first place uh, on Steve. Oh my God. Season one hair and season one style was so bad. So bad. <laughs> but um, what the moment I fell in love with Steve was when he shows up at the buyer's house and is like about to leave. And then he's hesitating at the car and he decides mm. to go back in. That was it for me. I was like, he could have fully fucking run and been like the fucking wuss ass. But he mm-hmm. decided to go back in. Like, it could have been that trope of, like, oh, shitty boyfriend leaves, whatever. But he decided to go back in, even though, like, he thought Nancy was cheating on him then. And, uh, but, yeah, he went back in. And that was it for me. Yeah. But yeah, definitely <laughs> that and the spin move. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, even yeah. just, like, the, the way that he reacted after the whole theater scene and, like, when he cuts ties with Tommy and Carol, you're kind of like, okay, he's on a path of personal growth for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, like no matter what, like real men do stay when it gets really hard. And even then he was suspecting, you know, I love her and like, she's seeing somebody else. So like that resonated. And then like when he was like asking her like to, to, tell him that she loves him and like she didn't and it was just like you know like I I was like dude yeah yeah like just <laughs> I mean he did Joe Keery does such a fantastic job with with Steve and obviously we weren't supposed to keep Steve he was either gonna leave or die we weren't supposed to have him and um, and it's testament to like the way that he has taken on that role that we've still got him um, so all those moments are just so gorgeous and I love them. For me, like, I think, yeah, I had my first, like, oh, okay, question mark, Steve, with the with the staying behind um, and, and deciding to join the fight and the fucking hot bat twirling, like, <laughs> yes, thank you. But the absolute stamp of approval of this man, I, uh, unspeakable things, um, punching billy in the face yes <laughs> yes something, I cheered. 
standing up for the kids in that way i was just like mm, this is this is doing something i yeah uh. like season two i love season two steve but that moment was like no that's it i'm never going back i i love this man <laughs> you know, when that punch lands i cheered <laughs> yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. we love to see it it's just something about an overprotective steve that mm, it's just delicious Chefkin. Mm, chef's kiss. Mm, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so the second half of our pairing hasn't hadn't joined us for a really long time. Like we had three full seasons of Stranger Things where, you know, we didn't have any kind of like other than Bob, any kind of addition of male characters um of that age group. And then we had Eddie, who, for I think for all of us, has really kind of changed the face of how we view this show. Um, and we get him straight away uh, in episode one. So what was your, like, big moment of, oh, this guy? Yeah, okay. Color me intrigued. Um, what was it in that, I presume, in that first episode that that did it for you i actually did not like eddie in that first scene i thought he was an obnoxious asshole and he scruffs the boys he like takes mike and dustin and like grabs them by the neck i was like fuck this guy who's manhandling my children what is this no <laughs> hated him and then don't like the, the next ladies. scene yeah don't touch my boys and then the next <laughs> scene in the woods i was like wait he's actually really sweet i actually really like him a complete 180 i was like oh okay he's like you know, he's calming her down because she's obviously uncomfortable and on edge and he's just cute and funny and wait a minute. Oh, I think I actually like him a lot. <laughs> I think I'm going to change my entire style to be exactly like him. <laughs> do I want to be him or do I want to be on him? Both. Both. Both is good. Both is good. Both is good. I like more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I would agree with Katie in that the, um, the cafeteria scene, like, he, you know, when you rewatch it, you're like, wait a second, like, he's kind of being a dick, but he's just like, seems like a dramatic, like, um, total drama kid. And, um, and he, you know, the way he stands on the table and it just, I don't know, I, it's engaging, but he's also like a little off putting, but that's kind of what the Jeffers said is that they got so many uh, tapes for Eddie and Joseph Quinn was the only one that made that scene like charming um but yeah definitely he he kind of brings you in into the the wood scene where he's like a little bit softer sweeter he doesn't have um you know everyone's eyes on him judging him mm. <laughs> uh I I've got to disagree with you guys I resonate <laughs> so hardcore in that lunch room scene with him like i know i joke about it a lot but in high school <laughs> i was eddie i was obnoxious loud i wore a lot of the same stuff that he did and i played DD and it was my fucking life i i loved him more in the, the forest scene because like Say what you want about Chrissy, but 
he or her, somebody that was, you know, in need of help. And he didn't do the shitty guy, like the elevator eyes or nothing. Like he truly wanted to help her. And I was just like, yeah, like you're awesome. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think I'm sort of, I'm somewhere between Ash and Katie on this. Like that first scene, I think nothing to do with Joseph's performance, which is outstanding. Um, but it was just something about the writing of it that made me just have like this question mark over him. I was like, I don't know how they're going to spin him. Like he could be really fun in games. Like, and cause clearly Mike and Dustin like him. So if they like him, I probably will, I guess. But there was just something about the way that he was written that sort of made me go, Hmm, do have, where are we going with him? Where, what's, what's his kind of like addition to this? And then like the, the the wood scene was super cute. I loved it. But because we'd had that such like contrast between the two of him, I don't know if it's like my own school trauma coming up and being like, is this bitch a fucking two-faced asshole? Like, is he just like, is he one person for another, another person for this? And I was like, I still, I'm, I'm holding judgment. I don't know. And then it was the D and D scene for me. As soon, like as soon as we got yeah. to see him in his fucking element and loving it, the sass between him and Erica every time has got me like fucking happy stimming all over the place. He is just like he's just he he comes alive in that scene, and I think I was like, okay, cool. This is the whole package. We've seen all kind of sides of you at this point. Um, I'm in. I'm in for this. 100%. Yeah, it's um, like he's genuinely not afraid to be himself and all that yeah. that is. And it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people are put off by how passionate he is and how yeah. people like him are. So mm, either mm-hmm. you like him or you don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. He's, he's full volume all times. Even when he's quiet, his, his face... <laughs> does a lot <laughs> yeah he's very much like i'm here this is me take it or leave it yeah exactly and like we don't really get to see him all that much until like volume two like he's not like consistently in it but i do remember when i was watching it being like hey where where is this guy like he's in trouble <laughs> but also he's pretty can we can we see him <laughs> Like, that'd be nice. I was worried about him for sure. I'm just like, are you you fine? Um, Like, it just goes to show, like, what a phenomenal job that Joseph does with it. That, like, just, I may say just, with volume one, we don't get that much of him. And we were all, I mean, I don't know about you, but, like, when we had the trailer for volume two... And we had that tiny snippet of him on the trailer. I was mm-hmm. terrified. I was already <laughs> worried, and I was like, "Shit, what? What's he gonna do?" <laughs> God, yeah, I was so anxious on the second season. I get like when I'm anxious, I get like an upset stomach, and then I start like burping mm-hmm. in the whole. <laughs> oh, 
whole second season, I was our second half. I was like nauseous and like burping. Garrett's like, "You good?" I'm like, "No, I'm not good. Someone's gonna <laughs> die or get hurt. I can't deal with this." <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Way too emotionally attached to everyone in the show. That's it. We've well, seen okay, them grow they- up. Yes, they, they set us up too because um they like had Netflix did that billboard that was like protect Steve because they mm-hmm. wanted us stressed um after the dive because they kind of had that as a cliffhanger but then there was still what was the dive episode five or six it was episode five right I think so um, I think so yeah. and so they kind of had that where we're stressed about Steve and then the episode seven had you're stressed about nancy because you don't know what the what the heck's happening with nancy until um episode eight they like really and then there was a rumor around that seven people were gonna die so i'm watching like volume two like okay this person died this person died (laughs) there goes jason like fuck that guy and then oh no fuck that guy (laughs) (laughs) bye bye bitch Good riddance. Exactly. Rest he definitely pieces. got Darth mauled. <laughs> I wonder if that was intentional. I hope so. I hope the inspiration. Nice yeah, 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 exactly. All art is theft and all that. Um, <laughs> um, so, with that kind of like the journey that we kind of get with uh, Eddie's new character and like his addition and how like his dynamic changes the party's kind of like relationship to like one another. What was it in that fourth season that made you go, hang about, what's, this doesn't seem entirely heterosexual. What's going on here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely, um, Big boy. You don't call your homies big boy and get that close to their face, okay? I scream laughed. Like, you know, I always do, but I was like, wait a minute. But I didn't fully, like, get into it and think it was, like, a whole shit thing until, like, months later. Because Mm. at first I was kind of like, oh, like, Helcher's pretty cute, like, whatever. But then, like, through grieving Eddie's loss and, like, being online constantly, I was, like, looking at art. And then it was on Instagram. So I'm like looking at art and then I'm not getting enough art. So I'm like, where can I find more art? People are linking their Twitters. So then I go to Twitter and I start looking at Twitter art. And then I start meeting people. And there's like this whole community of people that are like into the same thing as me. And I'm like lonely. All my friends have moved away. And there's all these friends suddenly that want to talk about the same things I want to talk about. And they're they're like, hey, like here's this beautiful art of these two dudes kissing. I'm like, I'm so dead. Let's go. <laughs> here's all these theories about how Eddie's gonna come back, and here's all these stories about how we're gonna keep him alive. And I was like, oh wait, mm-hmm. this is this is the best. <laughs> I love it here. Yeah, <laughs> love it. I love it. Here. Just stay here for a year, uh-uh. forever, <laughs> never leaving, ever and no. ever. I have a media question. Uh, had you not read fan fiction at all before? Oh, I think I read like when I was sixteen. I was really my hyperfixation was my chemical romance. So, <laughs> but no, like I was like, no, I'm 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 not dipping my toes into that. No, no, no. And then finally, I don't remember what the first one was, but something finally. I think it might have been one of Vio's. I think it might have been the Thirty Days. 
Oh. Which what what a fic to dip your toes into, but no, oh, no wait, yeah. it was Red Witch. It was the Red Witch one where they're like at a party and they're dancing to that I've got a crush on you song and then it devolves into smut. That was my first one. I remember now. So yeah, I fell headfirst into smut somehow. And then it was nice. just snowballed out of control from there. But yeah, I was like I was very like, no, no, no. That's too far. I'm not going to do that. And yeah. <laughs> Who are you kidding, bitch? <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> um, well, I think, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think like Big Boy uh, triggered something in, in me. <laughs> too. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm very basic. I like to joke that like most of my past ships were heterosexual. Um, and so I'm just kind of like, I don't know, I I guess I wasn't like hunting for the gays. I really <laughs> like the dynamic between Eddie and Chrissy in episode one. Like, you can come for me, but like, Hell Cheer is a popular ship for a reason. They had good chemistry. But like, as soon as Steady came in there, I was like, fuck this heterosexual nonsense. I need two dicks <laughs> and I need them touching now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like to joke because... Uh, one of my best friends she had watched I think season one when it came out um and then so with me like devolving and getting so obsessed she like read some of my fanfics before she even saw like season four she hadn't even watched season two then so because I was so obsessed she's like okay like I'm gonna get uh, my husband and I are gonna watch it or whatever and so they watched it they got obsessed with it and then um I guess she was telling him about like how I've been like writing fan fiction and he's like like Steve's not gay <laughs> he was just like like what and I'm like okay well he can feel free to like because Steve is shown only with heterosexual people um sure like you can be confused about people reading Steve as bi but like you cannot look at Eddie and not read him as like at least a little fruity yeah yeah <laughs> uh so my friend's husband um he said, like, what does he think the whole big boy thing was? And he's like, that's just how guys talk. Like, that's just guy stuff. Okay, sure. No. Sure, buddy. I think it's so funny <laughs> I put it in my fucking fic. I was like, that's just guy stuff. <laughs> I get within kissing, kissing range of your face and then call you big boy. Yeah, just guy stuff. And then Steve follows it up with a little butt pat as he gets out of the seat. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Totally normal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Casual. Casual butt touching. <laughs> <laughs> What's butt touching between friends? <laughs> Claim jock status all you want. We don't all yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. We see you, Steve. Um what about you, Ash? What was it for you that um oh, that brought you it into was steady? <laughs> it was right at the start. When Steve did his little <laughs> wave, I was like, wait, a- no. And then such a fruity wave. And, and also the whole broken bottle. Like, yeah, Steve, yeah. it would that was prolonged eye contact for mm-hmm. longer than needed eye contact. longer than necessary. <laughs> I was like, there's something here. Both are very attractive. Both are around the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just gotta stop staring. Stop staring at his mouth, Steve. Like, what's that about? Right? It's yeah. like it's like he does the elevator eyes, but it's mouth eyes, mouth eyes, mouth eyes. 
sometimes yeah. even hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so real for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I get it, Steve. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the same as Katie on this one. Like, I, I had never like officially engaged in like online fandoms before. Like, um, me and my friend on a playground would like spin our own yarns about like our favorite characters in in the books and stuff that we were reading but like we never written and wrote any of it down um and then there was like john locke on tumblr and i didn't write any of it but i'd just be reposting shit that i liked um so this is like this is my first like active active fandom um and yeah i it, it took me for to yeah to mourn for Eddie and to like constantly be searching out for something um like tidbits on like how he might come back and I got rec videos for for fan fiction and I was like well I guess I guess I'm doing this and it was like the little videos of the two of them staring at each other in the woods and I was like yeah you know you're you're quite right it's it's real gay and they're pretty and I want in on this so (laughs) (laughs) like it was the uh yeah it was definitely a sort of like post uh, it was an afterthought for me um which has just made everything like so much better escapism we love it um thank you so much everybody for talking to us today uh we're gonna round up but we're gonna close off with a little a little thought um where do we think steve and eddie are right now um are they like well into their 50s and happily married with like adopted kids and a cat or are they like young things in the 21st century running a coffee shop or something along those lines like what do we think thanks definitely happy my favorite thing about all the fan fictions is like no matter how smutty enemies to lovers whatever it starts off it always ends in like romantic tender falling in love and i think that's what draws me in the most is like Mm. that aspect and so no matter where they are they're in love and sweet and that's what you read though you don't read any unhappy ending stuff i refuse (laughs) why would you do that (laughs) the whole reason the whole reason i came online is because Eddie died, and I don't want that. So why would I want an unhappy ending? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That. Um, we already had that. I don't like it. I don't. I, I reject that. <laughs> I reject canon. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I would say definitely like the the option of them being like old and happy family together just makes me happy. Especially when you think of like, yeah, they'd be in their fifties now. Um. Definitely like certain fics that have that that kind of uh jump forward where like definitely take the money and run when they're together oh, at the end like yeah. that just to me is so perfect and that's what I want where I want them to be in my head I want them going to like pride in their 50s yeah. with their like kids and grandkids like that's what I want <laughs> yeah oh it's getting me all it's getting me all emotional thinking about it <laughs> yeah i agree with you guys uh they they're well into their 50s with a like a whole bunch of kids because that's whole steve's dream was the whole six nuggets and like (laughs) 
I, I feel like later on he'd think and be like, oh my god, they're they're the kids. Because, like, Nancy's face was, like, really not into his whole life yeah. fantasies. So I, I honestly... And Eddie just gathering up all the little sheep, you know, it's it's perfect. It's it's kismet. And they are bickering like mm-hmm. an old couple. It's just <laughs> Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh yay, little happy happy boys. No matter what age they are, they're our little guys. And mm-hmm. we just want them to be happy, you know? Yeah. ah amazing thank you so much everybody uh we're gonna leave it here for today um you can join us again for another episode uh stay tuned thank you so much bye bye Bye. (laughs) thank you for listening to today's episode we've been steady support group Find us on Twitter and TikTok at Steady Support and on Tumblr at Steady Support Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, tell all your friends, and we'll see you again soon.